Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Healthy Perspectives podcast. Thanks for joining us for today's journey, and I hope you enjoy. All right, welcome back. Thanks for joining us again. As promised in our last episode, we are going to do today's episode on gaslighting. So the statement is... I believe gaslighting is misunderstood. That's probably a a relatively controversial suggestion, Um, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to attempt to defend why that is from a therapeutic perspective. Start with what is gaslighting? Just in case any of you out there don't actually know what it means, we hear the language all the time in in in, in current contexts of our, our media and stuff like that. The idea of manipulating others in the form of false narratives to distort reality, right? So when we look at, say, like a media outlet, for example, they if they have an agenda, a specific agenda that they don't make known, then they're at risk of gaslighting, manipulating the false narrative to distort reality, okay? In an individual who does gaslighting, they're doing the same exact thing. They're manipulating in the form of a false narrative to distort reality. We have to ask ourselves, why is this misunderstood? That seems pretty clear cut, simple to understand that it's a form of manipulation basically so that I can get what I want. And I think the reason that it's misunderstood, and I'm going to bring this to a clinical context in a hurry today, is all about motive. When a person is gaslighting, they have a motive to gain control or gain power. The idea of gaining control and gaining power is not new to any of us. We learn this when we're babies. We cry and somebody comes to feed us. We cry and somebody changes our diaper. We, we, we use the idea of power, some form of gaining power from very, very early ages on as a form of surviving. We, we cry so that we can get our needs met. And the same is true oftentimes for somebody who's gaslighting. They're trying to gain control or gain power. And it usually, from a therapeutic lens, it usually goes back in time to a point in their life where they either realized that if they gain power, they are then superior. They gain control, they are superior. Or... That without gaining control or power, they are inferior. And that is exactly why I think it's misunderstood today. If we trace the motive back to superiority, they realized that they could manipulate to gain a superior position. That is one type of gaslighting person. And on the other side of that, is they are doing it out of fear of being inferior. That's 
a big difference. One person has an ego that's out of control and they're potentially uh, narcissistic in their approach. They believe that they can take advantage of others. Now, if you mix that with a lack of empathy, we have big problems because that is what happens with narcissism. They don't have that empathy going and they have that superiority complex going on as well. And the inferior person, somebody who thinks they're less than, they're doing it as a compensation. They're compensating and they're trying to gain control as a way of equaling the playing field. And they have to be dealt with very, very differently in a therapeutic context. That is why I believe gaslighting is misunderstood. Because we, we see the effects it has on us on the outside of the gaslighting and the risks that we're taking to associate with somebody who is gaslighting. The damage that's done in relationships, the challenge of trying to help them see themselves accurately, clearly, as maybe not superior or not inferior. It's a tough tough thing to manage as a friend, a family member, a coworker, and so on. And when we, when we encounter that, our tendency, and this is, I'm not saying this is right or wrong. This is simply what the tendency is, is to avoid the gaslighting individual. So what ends up happening oftentimes is somebody who is gaslighting ends up linking with others who are weak and then they create their little posse or their, their, their people, their, their group, because they can control it. Or they end up with other people who have that superiority. And in so doing that, they take advantage of one another wherever they can. And it perpetuates that cycle as well. Essentially, it becomes a cost-benefit analysis. Well, I guess I'm losing this, but I'm gaining control here. And what a gaslighting person actually needs is somebody who is strong enough and healthy enough internally to stay in the relationship as they grow and see that they're doing this manipulation. Because the truth is, most people who gaslight, not all, but most people, it's so habitual, they barely even notice if they notice at all. So to get in and help somebody who's gaslighting is a very difficult, difficult proposition. It's very unusual that somebody who's going to gaslight is going to see their gaslighting. And healthy people have to be the ones who help them see it. Um, but it comes at risk. It comes at risk. So what do you do if you encounter somebody who's gaslighting? Well, the first thing is look at their motive. Look at that motive. Is it, is it, they're obviously trying to gain control and power. We know that. But for what purpose? Is it because they believe they're superior or inferior? And then we have to adjust based on which one we see. If they believe they're superior, 
then they're going to have to go through many humbling experiences to understand that they are not superior. That doesn't mean it's our role to humble them. It's our role to be present when the world humbles them. We don't have to go out of our way to humble them. The world will do it. All right. Just, we have to be present when it happens to point at it and say, wow, in that situation, you, you did not have that power and control that you were hoping to have. What did you, what happened there and help them see that in a humble way. If they believe they're inferior, it's a matter of getting into that, that individual's, um, you know, personal belief in themselves, maybe resolving some guilt, shame, maybe, maybe it's going back and just understanding who they used to be to understand who they want to be, right? They, they're running away from, if they're afraid, they're running away from that fear. And so helping them understand that that fear doesn't have to control them. It's usually a tactic of going in into that fear and helping them see that that fear doesn't have to be their, their controlling power, that they are bigger than the fear itself. Again, today was a nice short, I believe, uh, but I did want to address the, the concept of gaslighting since it's so uh, readily talked about in our culture right now. And I hope you enjoyed this. I hope it's taught you something that maybe you've, you've, uh, you, you've looked at yourself or others a little bit differently. Um, I tried to infuse a little bit of empathy. So hopefully you see, see the empathy in it because people who are gaslighting, they, they need empathy to heal as well, whether they're superior or inferior, they, they're going to have to have that empathy at some point. Thank you for joining me and have a great day.